Welcome to Profiles, a three-part podcast that dives deep into the lives of promotional products professionals. Profiles is brought to you by Promo Plus from Promo Corner. Promo Plus is a collection of distributor tools designed to help you market your business. Four tools in one dynamic package for just $20 per month. Visit promocorner.com slash promo plus to start your risk-free trial today. Hello and welcome to Promo Corner's new podcast, Profiles, where we'll be talking with longtime industry professionals about their experiences and their take on the promotional products world today. I'm your host, Steve Woodburn. For our second series, we head to the Midwest and the 46th state to join the United States in 1907. This episode's guest embraces the state's motto, Labor Omnia Winket, or Labor Conquers All Things, for this person is certainly a hard worker. After a life in the corporate world, she started her promotional products distributorship in 1990 with her husband and has been very successful in the years since. She credits that success to hard work, building relationships with her customers and those within our industry, along with generously donating her time as a volunteer and mentor to dozens of people. In 2017, she was honored with the PPAI Woman of Achievement Award and inducted into the PPAI Hall of Fame in 2021. Her name is Teresa Mossant, and she lives in Oklahoma, better known as the Sooner State. Given the competition on the distributor side of the business, I ask her, what is it that makes her company stand out? I think our level of service that we offer the customer. Um, I'm the most impatient person myself when I call companies and I can't get customer service. So when I set up this company and my husband, my husband and I both were very involved in setting this company up. um, I wanted it to be somebody I would do business with. And I had some rules for myself that, you know, things that other companies that I was employed by did. And I said I would never break those rules. And I can say in 30 years, I have not broken um, those rules. But customers, they just appreciate the service. I I used to be a director of training. I know how to, to make sure that everybody knows what everybody else does. So if somebody's out, there's somebody else there that can answer the question. And uh, I really um, encourage my customers and have over the years to, um, they know I'm the idea person. They know I'm the contact person. But just for the very specifics, is ask somebody in that office. They know that way. But I think it's a team there all working together that makes the difference. Before starting in this business, Teresa worked in the corporate world, but said after three years or so, eh, she got kind of bored with the job. Prior to getting in the promotional products business, I had really four very good corporate jobs, all lasting uh, five years, and, and they were very good. I, I had some very good mentors who really brought me along and taught me so much more. Uh, my problem was I always got bored after about three years. It seems like I learned it, and I wasn't learning anymore, and I'd get bored. And um, my husband used to say, Tracy, you're a workaholic. You need to be working for yourself. And we looked around, and I knew a couple of um girls in Oklahoma City that were doing this. And I thought, gee, and my background is even more extensive than theirs that I really felt like I could be very successful at it. Now, the key was I kept my one job for a year and a half while I started this business. So it was a lot of um, very long days, but I figured if I was going to change careers, I was gonna have to go back to college anyway. So this learning at night uh, was really like doing college classes. When they started their company in 1990, there was no internet. 
So the way you sourced products for customers was by looking at supplier catalogs. So why is it at first she was only using companies whose names started with the letters A through L? Oh, well, I remember going to our very first show and our, our goal was to get as many catalogs as possible. And so we came home and we got them all filed alphabetically. And I had this goal for myself that every evening I would read 10 catalogs, just thumb through, see what they had and 10, 10 catalogs a night. But it's really funny. We did so much more of our business uh, initially with companies A through L because that's how far I got alphabetically before we started getting demand for orders that I just had to go find that item uh, there. Teresa has been called the queen of lists, and there's a very good reason for that. Yeah, queen of lists, okay? <laughs> uh, no, I have a, a list that's uh, every day, and then you know I'm just sitting here. This happens to be a Friday morning, and I've got the list for what I'm going to do on Saturday that deals with my gardens, what I've got to do on Sunday around the house. Uh, there's an extra page on my list that are these are the things I got to do when I find a moment to do. But I don't leave. I don't go to bed at night until I have my list for the next day prepared. And that even is on weekends when I'm doing projects. Uh, I'm not somebody who can sit still, so it's best that I have uh, projects um, there. And the cutest story I say about making or just writing it down. If you write it down, your chances of getting it done are much better. And years ago, uh, gosh, it's back when we used to have our, our business in our house. Um, I've always, for God knows how many years, write notes. And I'll wake up, I can write a note, and I can go right back to sleep. And one morning I woke up and there were probably 17, 18 notes all over the bedroom floor. It looked like it had snowed. And my husband, who, you know, always rolling his eyes at me, Teresa, what's all this? And I'm like, well, I have God working overtime. Those were his ideas last night. And, you know, he just shakes his head, you know, they go, whatever. And I leave. And uh, that morning I had a customer call. It's a young man that I had met in the uh, chaplain's office at a hospital. And he had a full beard. I mean, he just looked like God, okay? And I just jokingly started calling him God, okay? Oh, yeah, hi, God, or when I'd seen him and what have you. That is the one morning after that conversation that he calls my husband, I mean, he calls the office. And my husband says, she's out. May I tell her who called? And this young man said, just tell her that God called. And my husband had no idea of that, you know, the relationship or what have you. I mean, he's on the phone. We used to have pagers at that time. And he's hitting my pager with 911 because he's like, what the heck is going on? So that's just, um, yeah, I got a lot of those crazy stories, okay? But um, lists are important to me. And I, I, I've watched my family uh, a lot of times, because I've, I've done some sessions at PPAI, um, where a trade net did this wonderful pad for me that had an area that, you know, that we designed it together. But up at the top, it, it shows um, every place I'm going today. Down here at the bottom is all the phone calls. And over to the top left is what do I need to discuss with my staff? And um, I've shared those in those conferences uh, there. So a lot of people just know me as the list um, lady. And, but it, it gets things done. You don't forget about them. You don't forget. That's the big thing. Fortunately, as we move beyond the pandemic, in-person trade shows are starting to come back, which is a relief for Teresa, as she believes for a variety of reasons, that's one of the best resources our industry has to offer. Well, I, I'm a big fan of the show. The show, I, I, yes, I do see product, I do learn information, but you're building those relationships. That's, uh, I, I think a lot of people just don't get it, that part of it, that 
because when going gets tough, um, and I'm going to tell you another story is I had a daughter when she first came in the comp, uh, industry who just you want to do everything by the computer and what have you. And, uh, you know, when there's a, a problem, um, she would say to me, well, mother, who do you know? Because, you know, I can call so-and-so and we can work it out kind of thing. It great, gave me great pleasure one day when she said to me, because she was using suppliers that were just not our, our normal realm, not tested, not whatever. And uh, she had a problem. And I have to honestly say, I took great pleasure in saying, she'd say, who do you know? No one. And she had to resolve that problem. And um, getting out there and getting involved in the industry. I love the show. Uh, so I still go to the training. I, I still, you know, that day before I, I still learn from them. Um, the women's leadership are uh, very crucial in my development uh, over the years. Uh, such great people that I have bonded uh, with. Um, you know, I, I think we could start our own war together, but um, it's just amazing. So there's just, I think there's just so many things I just take for granted with the industry. I do. There's seemingly no end to the number of products you can brand with a logo. So how does she go about finding just the right product for a particular customer? Well, I'm the first person who is going to admit I miss the catalogs because, you know, I might be, I pretty much know what I wanted, but when I'm filming those pages, I see other things. And I've got a notepad over here that says, oh, that's a great item for this credit union, or that would be a great item over there. So I personally miss the catalogs. I, I try to do it online now. Um, and, and, you know, the two ESPs and the Sages and those help you a lot if you can just narrow down sort of what you want or your price points. And uh, for to me, it's like it's, it's like a shopping adventure. So I really do love uh, the ideas. And a lot of times a customer will call in and they'll tell my assistant, oh, I need this for a golf tournament. And just driving around town, by the end of the day, I've got seven things on that list that, you know, would be suitable. In my mind, um, it doesn't stop. I'm very fortunate in, in that way, but I, I thoroughly enjoy that part of it is finding the ideas there. And I, I don't care how many times I've seen that rep come into my office. They don't leave with give, uh, giving me one idea that's gonna make, uh, you know, I'm gonna make an order out of it. So therefore it, it compensated me for my time there. But uh, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy the idea part. For those just getting started selling promotional products, the idea of finding new customers can be daunting. The old days of just stopping into a business and garnering information in return for a fun self-promo are dead. Or are they? We're fortunate because our product lines can be sold to anybody. And even today, after 30 years, I'm driving down the street and I just catch this glimpse of a building and I'm like... Yeah, I need to check that out. So it gets written down and it's so much easier today because now I can just go Google it and Google it enough. You're going to find out who to go call on. And a lot of times I do a drop by call. I still do them. Some people think I'm crazy, but make that initial, leave them something. I am the biggest believer in self-promotion. Leave them something and then do a, a follow back email or a call. And then I usually get the appointment there. But it's just, there's so many people... Uh, Wear your company name on shirts, things like that. You're standing out at the ball game. Oh, is that what you guys do? And um, you just got to tell people. And, and I don't go into a meeting. I don't even a board meeting, uh, a chamber meeting or whatever that I don't have a self-promotion to hand out. And I really think that's been successful.
In the U.S., there are close to 25,000 distributors in this industry, and roughly 97% of them have annual sales of less than $2.5 million, with the majority of distributors selling under half a million dollars a year. I asked Teresa if she ever had aspirations to be one of the largest distributorships. You know, a lot of people say, well, Teresa, how come you didn't really grow the business? Ours was a very much a choice that this is the level that we live comfortably at and we can manage. And it's still very important to me. I'll never forget a guy that told me one time that you want to be able to offer the same level of service to your first customer as you do your current customers. Uh, I know that can be played in and out a lot of different ways, but uh, the, the bigger the company, the more the headaches. I mean, I just, you know, and for me, we made a very conscious decision that we need to be at XYZ level and we lead a good life there. And, and you, I'm, I take it very personally that I employ, you know, seven people. And when times got hard, I, uh, we kept those seven people, you know, you just have a, um, an obligation. Now, maybe if I had 20 people sit in the office, maybe I couldn't have done that. And uh, so for to me, uh, a lot of people think, well, why didn't you get bigger? No, mine was a very conscious decision. In part two of our interview with Teresa, we'll learn why mentoring seems to be a part of her DNA, why relationships are such an important part of her success, and we'll hear a few of what others have called her Teresa-isms, including, I don't take other people's monkeys. From all of us here at Promo Corner, thanks for listening to Profiles. I'm Steve Woodburn. Thank you for listening to Profiles. Join us again as we continue to explore the lives of people who have impacted our industry. Profiles was brought to you by Promo Plus from Promo Corner. Promo Plus is a collection of distributor tools designed to help you market your business. Four tools in one dynamic package for just $20 per month. Visit promocorner.com slash promo plus to start your risk-free trial today.